pasado por su casa, que ha venido porque quiere ser feliz. Good morning. Welcome to Tom's World Language Cafe, coming to you live from Avon, Indiana, uh, and also from uh, Radio UCCS at uh, at the foot of Pikes Peak in Colorado Springs, Colorado. Uh, thanks to Brandon Ortega, uh, the station manager for uh, Radio UCCS in Colorado Springs, for helping, and also the various departments at the University of Colorado and Colorado Springs, who sponsor our program. Uh, today our guest is Guero Loco. Guero Loco has been on the show a couple of times, and uh, we're excited to have him back on the show. Uh, he's now in uh, Los Angeles, in Los Angeles, California, and he's coming to us live via a, a phone connection. Uh, Guero, good morning. How are you? Hey, Tom, good morning. Buenos días. ¿Cómo estás? Bien, hombre. ¿Y tú cómo has estado? ¿Bien? Sí, sí. Muy bien aquí en Los Ángeles. <laughs> muy bien. Uh, Guero Loco, for the, the listeners who have not heard uh, Guero on our program before, is uh, a rapper, hip, sings hip-hop, reggaeton, uh, and he raps in Spanish. And he's a gringo rapper, and he's quite famous in the United States. Uh, and not just for his sing, his singing and his songs, but also for the causes that he supports for the Latino community throughout the United States. Guero, um, uh, we'd like to welcome you again, as I said, to the show, and uh, listen a few com- comments that you might have on what's new in L.A., what's going on out in L.A., and what time is it in L.A.? In Avon, Indiana, it's 10.04, and what time is it in L.A.? Uh, it's 7.04. 7.04. It's a little early. And I know I caught you uh, before you were out working here in uh, L.A. Uh, what's going on in L.A.? Anything of note um, that really would uh, be something that uh, the people, our listeners, might be interested in? Um, well, I, I know in the rest of the country it's pretty nice, too. But out here, I mean, it's beautiful weather. So that's that's definitely something nice to wake up to every day. So I, I wake up and it's um and, and it stays at pretty pretty um pretty much the same temperatures so around like eighty degrees like throughout the year and uh and it's it's just absolutely beautiful out here um I love the Midwest um but definitely LA has been a change of pace and a change of scenery um when I get to when I when I drive every day I'm seeing mountains and, and beaches and palm trees. And it's a um, it, it's a it's a really cool experience because it's um, it kind of picks you up. It, it kind of like like lifts your spirits up just being able to to to, um, to see the things out here. Um, I'm um, work, working on a, uh, on a few projects. I'm trying to expand the, the bilingual nation program as well um, out out here in California and just getting things ready for um, for this next school year that's coming up. So um, tell us a little bit about bilingual nation USA. I know that you've done some uh, music on it, rapping Los Verbos uh, in Spanish for the students. You've also uh, finished another DVD, which is about ready to come out, called Rapping the Alfabeto. Uh, and uh, you have other projects going Bilingual Nation USA. Um, what about um, next uh, school year? I think you're excited because you're going to be doing some tours in some of the schools in September, right? Oh yeah. Um, besides the, the DVDs and music and books, I mean the the um, I'm really excited about the about the school booking. That's like my favorite part 
about what I'm doing with Bilingual Nation is being able to go and actually interact um, face-to-face with students that, that were in a position that I was in saying, why am I going to learn Spanish? You know, what's the point? And, um, and being able to connect with them and, and let them know that it's okay to feel that way, but at the same time, here's the reasons on why you should learn Spanish or why you should learn another language. Yes, and for the listeners, uh, the website is bilingualnationusa.com. If they would like to go there and see some of the, and listen to some of the uh, examples of Guero's fine work for Spanish students, um, because the purpose of Bilingual Nation, as well as what Guero said for motivating the students and improving their Spanish, is that they get a practice in, uh, along with him and in, in rap in Spanish and learn Spanish in a fun way. Um, Guero, what about the uh, food out in L.A.? Do you like the food out there? Is <laughs> I always call it a L.A. Little Mexico, right? Um, Mexico, Chiquito, Pequeño, uh, because uh, the influence of Mexico in L.A. is tremendous, isn't it? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, I, I love the taco trucks, so as long as they're not an A on them, because out here they, they, uh, the restaurants have to, have to post their grades, so they get grades A through F, so as long as the taco trucks got an A on them, I love them out here. Um, so I don't even give a B a chance, you know, because everybody has a bad day every now and again, but, uh, but definitely some of the most delicious tacos that, 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 that I've had. Um, anybody that knows me knows I love my tacos. Um, and, uh, and also, but it's not just the, the, the Mexican influence either. I think historically, you know, there's definitely, um, LA as a, as a huge uh, Mexican influence, but, but I'm also seeing it in the area that I live at. Um, there's also a huge, uh, Central American influence, uh, right down the road, uh, Filipinos. So I think that, that LA is just this awesome international mecca of, of cultures and people. And this is kind of where everybody comes and mixes together. It's really cool. Yeah, and Guero personifies this uh, global mentality as well uh, for the listeners. Uh, pretty much everywhere he goes, he, he immerses himself in the Latino culture, uh, which is a rare thing for, for an uh, American-born person. But he actually totally immerses himself uh, in the Latino culture. And I'm sure he's totally immersed in, in L.A. And... Uh, Guero, uh, what about your thoughts about the, the immigration problems in the United States? Uh, there, there's been bills in Congress, and there are now. And is anything going to happen, or are we just going to the government is dragging its feet a little bit about committing to the problems of immigration uh, with with the Latinos in the United States? What, what are your thoughts on that? Well, I mean, I, I think that I mean it's obvious that that. Um, People, certain individuals and groups have used it um, as kind of like a political volleyball where they just kind of toss it back and forth and they've used it to attack each other. And, I mean, the, the sad part about it is people think that I'm involved in politics. I'm not involved in politics at all whatsoever. I'm involved with, with human beings. And that's really what this comes down to is that they are um, they're ruining human beings' lives for their own for their for their own gain, and and it's it's extremely disheartening, extremely sad, especially with the United States being a, a nation of immigrants. Um, it's just really disgusting what's happening with with families being ripped apart, um, U.S. veterans being deported. I mean, this is just crazy stuff, and and nobody's saying anything about it really. And um, I I don't think that um, that uh, that they're going to get anything meaningful done. Um, 
this this year. And so I'm um, hopefully the president will decide to 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 halt the deportations until they can figure out figure out something real, and then we can move on and and advance from there. I mean, but but definitely right now with families get uh, families getting torn apart through deportation, um, U.S. citizen kids having to self deport with their parents. Uh, and then also U.S. veterans that have fought in, in wars from all the way from the from the Korean War on up um, being being deported. I mean, it's just we're, we're living in a in a really sad time in the United States. Now there is a possibility, I suppose, that uh, before the the election, the congressional election in in 2014, yeah, that's coming up in November. Uh, it's probably not going to happen by then, maybe the bill, but uh, by the presidential election in 2016, I would think that uh, there's a good chance that there's going to be some really positive measures done to help the, the cause of the Latinos in this uh, immigration battle. Um, now, uh, it appears that the, the majority of people seem to be accepted in our country of uh, a work policy, a work permit that the, that the Latinos could get. And then if they do well in five years or so, they can uh, move on to citizenship and continue working, etc. Um, and which kind of logically makes sense uh, that we w- would be helping the people who help us so much by all the great work they do in the United States. Um, many of the Latinos, as we all the listeners know, uh, are employed and do a lot of wonderful things it, 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 to help people. And uh, so maybe uh, there still is hope, I think, right, by 2016. Is that kind of your thoughts on it? Well, I mean, there, there's, there's, you know, I'm always hopeful. I'm an optimistic person, so I'm always hopeful that something can be done within, you know, this week. You know, so, so I mean, I would hope definitely that by 2016 something would happen. I mean, the only problem is, is that... Um, is you know the amount of the deportations and people that that don't have criminal records being deported, and and families the, the amount of families that are going to be torn apart between now and 2016. So, yes. so I think that that's why it's important to push for something to, to at least if they're not going to work with the president if they're going to keep on um, as as he said before moving the goalposts on then at least I think that, that he should take a stand, a humanitarian stand, and stand up for the people. I mean, right now, yes. you know, it's, it's just going to get more and more intense. Right now we have thousands and thousands, tens of thousands of, of uh, Central American children that are that are making the trip um, through La Bestia, which is like the, the train of death, that are coming from Central America, going through Mexico, having horrible things happen to them. Um, they ride on top of the train for 30 hours. They don't sleep because if they sleep, they may fall off. Um, they get uh, they get robbed. People jump up on the train and and they rob them and take all all their possessions. Um, like so, so, so we're we're looking at a huge huge humanitarian crisis, and I think that people just have to remember that most of us wouldn't be here if it wasn't for for immigration. Most of us wouldn't be here if it wasn't for for our family doing the same thing, fleeing an area that they couldn't take it anymore. They couldn't right. take the oppression anymore, and, and, and come and coming to 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 the United States, the land of immigrants. Right. Now, were you, were you not, it seems to me like you were, did you not go to Mexico and talk about uh, uh, the deportation of veterans? Wasn't that in Tijuana, I think? Uh, I can't remember, but I'm, yeah. 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 Could you yeah, tell us was, a little bit about what, what, what happened there when you talked and uh, whom you were talking with? 
Yeah, I went down um, on uh, the weekend before Memorial Day to get to know some guys. I was um, invited down there by the Deported Veterans Support House, aka the Bunker, and um, and there's um, it, it's just a really, really intensely um, sad situation, and um, and and sad doesn't even cover the word. I mean, because there's there's so much more wrapped up into it than that, but. Um, I, I went down there and, and met with some of the guys, went down there to the, to the border wall, um, to the end of the border that, that ends up running into the Pacific Ocean. And it was, um, like I said, it was in, intense and very, very intense um, listening to, to these guys' stories about how, you know, they, they serve this country. They, they, they volunteered to join to fight for the United States in appreciation for what the United States had given them. They got out. Um, some of them... Uh, some of them have been deported for very, very minor crimes. Others, you know, it, it involved alcohol and it involved drugs. But as a veteran, I know that that how difficult things are, and especially if you if you throw in PTSD on top of that, I understand how difficult you know, it can be coming out of that, that military culture if you haven't fully reprogrammed. And so, I mean, I think that Congress needs to do something. If, if, about the situation of the president needs to do something. And instead of building some of the detention centers, it would be awesome if we could start building some treatment facilities um, for, for our veterans and for the people that really need it. Yeah, and for the listeners, um, uh, many of you know this, but some of you don't. Guero uh, is uh, an ex-Marine. He was in the Marine Corps. so uh, for, Former Marine, Tom. Former, we don't say ex in the Marine Corps. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. Former Marine. And... Uh, former Marine, and, and very proud of that fact, and I know he's very proud of that. And uh, he, uh, when he says things about the, the veterans, he's very, very sensitive to all these things because he did indeed serve uh, with the Marine Corps. Guero could, could, Guero, could you tell the listeners a little bit about this base, the uh, train? I know... You actually saw the the train when you were uh, in uh, San Luis Potosi last summer, um, doing a lot of work there. And could you tell the audience maybe what you did in San Luis and about the base there? Yeah. Um, yeah, the the mission going down for um, San Luis Potosi in the summer was um, was actually performing, and we ended up um, we ended up in a lot of schools and and orphanages and also um, La Casa del Migrante or the immigrant house. And in Mexico, their immigrants are the Central American immigrants that are that pretty much use Mexico as, as transit for the most part to, to get from point from point A to here to the to the United States. And I was able to, to meet with these guys and listen to their stories about about what happens on the train. Um, met families, um, met a mother coming with with her two small two small children. And, and there were also minors in the mix as well. So, it, and it just really opened my eyes. I mean, you know, you hear the stories, you know, and, um, but until you're like right there with somebody going through it in the moment, um, and I still think that that probably doesn't even do it justice because I can still only imagine, um, the, the, the horribleness of, of, of what these folks have to go through just to come, just to be able to come to, 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 to this country. And then once they get here, and um, then a lot of times they're treated so horribly. So it, uh, it, it opened up my eyes, and then I was invited back to San Luis Potosí um, last December to give a, to give a speech about um, about U.S. immigration policies and also um, the, the amazing movement, the amazing undocumented movement that's happening with uh, 
with uh, with the youth and their parents standing up for themselves and and actually fighting for their rights and winning. And so um, I was able to go down there to to, to speak about, to speak about that as well. But I mean, just completely um, unless you're there hearing from the people, it doesn't it doesn't do justice as far as the emotional impact that it can have on you. Did um, I know the last this past spring? Uh, you spent uh, several months uh, living in San Antonio for a while, working on some music. Um, I imagine that you're really excited about the Spurs being uh, ahead of the Heat so far, right, in the playoffs. Um, well, definitely with, with San Antonio being um, being another one of my hometowns. So shout out to Indianapolis in the Midwest and San Antonio and here in L.A., uh, but yeah, definitely. Um, I've been a Spurs fan for for a while, also, and ever since back when they had, they had David Robinson. So I'm not jumping on the bandwagon. I did live there, but um, but it is pretty cool. But it's also awesome to watch LeBron James like take over the games the, the way that he does. So it's kind of like you know a team, you know, like my Pacers, you know, our Pacers. They they they, they could be up by 20 points, but you just never felt safe with that lead because you knew that LeBron could take the games over. So. I'm really hoping for an exciting finals. Um, hope it goes six or seven games. And then, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, shout and much love to all my people in Miami, but go Spurs, go. <laughs> okay. Um, what about San Antonio? Can you tell the listeners a little bit about some of the really neat things that uh, they could see if they visit San Antonio and then maybe some things you did there? I know you, you worked on a, a song, I think, there. You were working on something, a project. Could you fill us in on that? Yeah, um, San Antonio is um, is probably like like for what we were talking about. How you were saying about LA being you know the the, the authentically Mexican, which it which it totally is. But I think that percentage wise, and like uh, San Antonio really has it. I mean, it's just this awesome mix between the best of both worlds when it comes to the um, that that authentic Mexican feel, and then also that Texas feel as well. And it's a it's a pretty cool combination. Um, San Antonio is, is one of my favorite cities in the world. It was super hot last summer. Um, but I had, I had a great time. I met a lot of great people. We were able to film, um, the music video for my daughter, uh, for the song that I wrote for my daughter called Do You Feel Me? Or Name Dingus. It's a bilingual song. We, we filmed that down there. And, uh, aside from that, we also, um, I got to see a lot of a lot of cool places, not just the touristy places, because you know you got the Riverwalk and you got the Alamo, and um, I also went and, and was able to check out quite a few of the missions, the Japanese gardens or the Chinese gardens. Um, they call it both names, but they they it's one of the most beautiful places that that I've ever been to, and, and it's free, so you get you get to go and you get to walk through, and it's just very peaceful and and serene. Um, San Antonio has a lot. It's got a lot to do all the way to, to like the, the old school dude ranches where you go and you've got actors portraying, you know, cowboys and, and such. So it's, a, um, it's very vibrant. It's very awesome. Um, they, they love their spurs. So, so right now I'm sure that the city's going crazy right now. Uh, would you mind, Guero, if I played uh, a little bit of that song? Uh, do you feel me that you dedicated to your daughter and there's, there is a video available of that? Uh, the listeners would like to get, get that, or, or the, the song, it's Do You Feel Me? Could I play that for a second? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, let's see if we can get that going. Yo. What's good, baby dog? Hope you know your daddy loves you. 
I got something for you now. This is a gift. So some advice, some words, you take it out, however you want to. Okay, that was a little segment of the song, and uh, a beautiful song, Aguero, excellent, excellent song. It's one of my favorites that you've done. It's just an astounding uh, piece of work. Um, well, thank you. And, and um, I know you have done a lot of other songs, and, and this is one of them, and for the listeners, too, Guero also uh, has received awards, the Chicago Music Awards, uh, for top Latino uh, entertainer, Latino entertainer, uh, and for uh, some reg- reggaeton music he's done. He was recently nominated for awards in San Antonio as well for his uh, his uh, hip-hop or reggaeton music, and uh, just uh, astounding some of the things you've done. Um now, my next uh, question here is, um, I know you talk, uh, we've talked about your plans uh, uh, coming up and things, uh, but I was wondering if you could uh, do this live via phone. Could you wrap the verb cantar for the listeners so they get a feel for what we're doing here and like bilingual nation, uh, what, what you're doing with your music? Could you sing uh, uh, the cantar rap? Is that possible? Sure, sure. It's early in the morning, but let's do it. <laughs> All right, here we go. Vamos. All right. Okay. Okay, you ready? Yes. Ready. Okay. Cantar, to sing. Check it. Yo canto, yo canto, yo canto. Tu cantas, tu cantas, tu cantas. El canta, el canta, el canta. Ella canta, ella canta, ella canta. Y nosotros cantamos, nosotras cantamos, nosotros cantamos así. Y vosotros cantáis, vosotras cantáis, vosotros cantáis así. Ellos cantan, ellas cantan, ustedes cantan. Ok, ellos cantan, ellas cantan, ustedes cantan. Cantar, cantar, to sing. All right, thank you very much. That was really incredible for being spontaneous. Very nice. And uh, the other one I was going to ask is if you could wrap the alfabeto for for the listeners. Yeah, sure. Um, we actually have um, a couple couple alphabet tracks right now. Right. Um, one of them slower, and this is this is the quicker version because this is like the the goal that I think all the students should should be should be working towards. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, R, M, N, N, O, P, Q, L, S, T, U, V, W, X, Y, Z. That's my ABCs. All right. <laughs> now, uh, for the listeners, um, there's a lot more to the to the music and exercises they can do uh, to practice and to learn the verb conjugations and the alphabetical uh, singing. That's bilingualnationusa.com is is the website for that. Um, Guero, so uh, what what are your plans, and do you have any uh, plans to travel out there? Uh, are you going to just stay in, in L.A. most of the time, or are you going to be 
doing any traveling or? Well, LA definitely going to be the going to be the base because um, this is just um, just there's so much action going on out here, and and it's just really a, a whole other world compared to most places in, in the United States. So I definitely want to stay rooted in LA, but but my goal is to is to be in, in every possible state that I can. Um, reaching the students that, that if the teachers want us to be there, we'll figure out a way to get there. Uh, if they if they if they want us there to speak to their students, if, if they feel that we can make a difference, I mean, I definitely want to make it happen. So wherever we can we can be, at, I definitely want to want to be there um, because this is important. This is important. We're, we're slipping behind in, in Europe and Asia, Latin America. The kids are learning two, three, four languages before they're ever out of high school. And here in the United States, we just don't put an importance on it when in reality, um, bilingual education should be up there with, with math and social studies and, and, and some of the, the other core subjects. I believe that, that, uh, that world languages should, should also involve that because we're, we're a global society now. And if our kids aren't learning other languages, then they're falling behind. And that's just the, that's just the truth of the matter. We're, we're, we're lessening our country by not putting an importance on, on being bilingual. Um, I, I want to, I definitely am going to be heading back out to Indiana, um, probably in the September, October times. We've got a few things going, um, at different schools and then also working on some, on some concert presentations, which is a new concept. Um, before I'd go in for like 45 minute sessions and it would be like an, like an, um, a half day thing where I do like three 45 minute, uh, presentations with the students and it would be different students. But well, now what we want to do, is we want to do auditorium presentations where it's more like a concert, so that way when the students go, they feel like they're they're getting more of the of the concert feel. Because even in the school sessions, I still uh, I still perform my music, I still perform a few songs, but we want to give it more of like a more of that cool appeal, I guess. And so that way the students can um can can feel the the realness of the music and and be able to have a DJ and and my rock guitar player Ocho with us and um, to, to be able to give them a real presentation and at the same time, in between each song, be able to talk with them about the importance of learning languages and, and, and those those types of, of information and knowledge. So I, I want to be in the Midwest for, um, for September, October. Um, after that, uh, it looks like I'll probably be heading back out here to, to California um, for, for some bookings and then from there, I, uh, and also Texas, because we've got a, a national convention coming up. And I was just also down in San Antonio for the uh, San Antonio Area Bilingual Educators Association uh, conference, which, which went amazing. So we've got a lot going on this year, and uh, and it seems it's pretty motivating because it seems like people are taking, taking bilingual education more serious. And, and, uh, and, and I think that that's, yeah. that's what we really And, and I, I failed to mention that, and, I, and, and, uh, and my apology, Guero, for not mentioning that. The, the, the Guero was uh, one of the four keynote speakers at that San Antonio Convention uh, of Bilingual Educators in San Antonio, uh, which was quite an honor for him. And he was a keynoter, uh, and he talked about the importance of bilingual education and his vast experiences with that. And, uh, um what about in back to LA again? Do you have any songs you're working on? Any any hip hop type songs that uh, you know that uh, your general music type things? Do you have anything going there? Any? Well, I, I thought you may have been working on one project. I believe you told me out there. Well, it, 
I'm, I'm working on about four different projects, and they're all in in different in various stages of production. Um, but the the one that's closest right now is called um, called Wake Up Despierta, and it's a it's a bilingual song, um, and it's that's that's with um, with uh, with Citric out of here out of Los Angeles. So he's he's an actor. He's been in, in quite a few movies and and, uh, and TV series as well. And uh, he actually he just came out in um, in the TV series Silicon Valley, and so he he was on that for for an episode or two, and um, and he's on he's on the track with me, and also our guys Ghetto Rancho from Houston, they they as well are on there, so they they're the ones that that presented me with the song to collaborate with them, and I love the idea because it's about getting our people to to wake up and realize you know what's what's going on. And so I love the concept, and that's really any type of my commercial music I'm now, I'm keeping it positive focused, I'm keeping it on music that can make people think, or that will will influence people yeah. to think more for themselves, I guess. Yeah, I, and just a, a, a further note on that, Guero gave me a, a sneak preview back in um, April, and we were at the Ohio Language Conference in Columbus, Ohio, and uh, he did a wonderful show there, and he... Uh, Gave me a little sneak preview of that uh, that track, what he had done so far, and it is outstanding. It's a great, great uh, production number, and I wish you well on that. I, I think it's going to be a huge hit. It just was very great, a beautiful sound, and a great rhythm, and you know, a lot of life to the song. It was just wonderful. So, uh, you know, congratulations ahead of time. <laughs> so, uh, well, thank you, thank you, thank you. It's a, it, it's coming out really, really well. So we just got got a few more little little things to go. The, the other song that I've got coming is um, is called On the Road Again, and it's uh, and it's not what you think. So that that's for sure. But it's a it's a song just about some of like the pressure of being an artist that that's that's on the road, or and not so much the pressure, but just the, the variety of things that happen. You know when when you know you got to pack up and 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 leave your family so that you can go and 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 pursue your dreams. And um and I, I think that that more than just artists are going to be able to, to relate to this track because I mean, it, it is, you know, emotionally it, it's really me just, just talking about, you know, how I feel when, when that's going on. Cause a lot of people see me, you know, cause I'm posting stuff on Facebook and, and they're like, Oh, what a living the life. And, and, you know, and yeah, I, I, I'm very blessed to be able to, to have the life that, that I have, but I'm, I'm still a human being at the end of the day. I've still got the emotions. I still, I still miss my family. Um, you know, there's, there's certain emotions that it doesn't matter, you know, who you are. If, if you've got a heart, you're going to feel them. And that's really what the song, um, embraces and encompasses. And, and for the listeners, I think that's Guero's, one of Guero's, um, uh, huge positive points is that he's able to communicate his feelings and his music in, uh, in the same way with, uh, even rapping a verb or the alphabet. Uh, he, he's very emotional about the, these things and uh, and very human. And I think that, Guero, that's one of your huge strengths and uh, one of many strengths, by the way. Uh, and um, I wanted to tell the listeners, Guero, thank you for being on the program. It's been awesome. We've had a great time here this morning. And uh, uh, we'll hope to have you back, uh, you know, in maybe two or three months back on the show again. And we'll have an update on what, what you've been doing. Yeah, that sounds great. Thank you so much, Mr. Allsup. So, and, um, and thank you to everyone from, from the radio station. 
for for inviting me on again. Um, it's always a, an awesome experience, and and yeah, just, just th- thank you, thank you very much for all your support. Well, you're welcome, and for the listeners, our next program is next week. We have Doctor Vince Delampa, who happens to be a surgeon. And he's going to talk to you about the importance of studying language, using it in a profession, which he does in his surgery. And it's really a very intriguing, interesting program. And that's coming up next week. And then uh, a couple weeks after that, uh, the 1st of July, mid-July, we'll be talking to you live from the streets of Madrid, uh, where we'll be doing uh, our Aventura Cultural program uh, in in Madrid. So uh, that's going to be coming up soon. Uh, Guero, are you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Okay, si quieres decir algo en español para los oyentes, para, bueno, desearles un buen día o algo, okay? Sí, claro que sí, claro que sí. No, a, a toda la gente que, que estén escuchando, a todos los escuchados, uh, muchísimas gracias. Um, lo que me imagino que, que ustedes son, son profes que están ayudando a, a, a otras personas y, y a los estudiantes, los niños, a aprender otros idiomas, otros idiomas. Y man, el, el trabajo que ustedes es, están haciendo es fenomenal, es tan importante, y que, que síguelo porque, porque ustedes van a hacer la diferencia. Muchísimas gracias. Bueno, gracias, Güero. Y vamos a cerrar el programa eh, con esta canción de, de Alejandro Fernández, Canta Corazón. Uh, gracias a ustedes. Thanks to all of you for being with us. Okay. Muy buen día. Y vamos a vernos la semana que viene.